1: mysterious, all-powerful
0: character, a problem to the police, but a of for law. Welcome, everybody, to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal, and I'm joined today by Jack from Letter Media and, of course, the escapist. Jack, welcome back to the show, man.
1: Thank you so much for having me back. I had such a lovely time uh, for our Punisher movie talk. I'm, I'm glad you invited me back. Oh,
0: it was absolutely my pleasure. Uh, and I figured, hey, you know what? We talked about Punisher. Let's talk about some Batman. All your fault, <laughs> by the way, because... <laughs> I don't know what possessed me. I think it was my wife was Twitch streaming and I was I was left with like three hours to do nothing. And I'm a I just have all this money that I don't know what to do with. So I have a DC Universe (laughs) subscription. And uh, Um, yeah, mm -hmm. that's my job. I need I'm like, that's a that's a business expense. Is this research?
1: It's all research.
0: Yep. (laughs) And so uh, I had watched both shows that I watch on that thing. And, uh, so I'm like, what else is there? And I'm like, Ooh, Batman, (laughs) let's, let's get into Batman. So I watched all of Burton's Batman Yep. and I'm like, and I had a, I had a ball and then I still had two more hours. So I guess I'll watch Batman Returns.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And for us, we, at the start of, uh, of the self quarantine here in Wisconsin, uh, you know, I've I've kids, and so uh, the wife and I decided. Oh, you know what would be a great way to kill time is every night we'll make our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So every we have a movie to watch every single night. Well, you know, some of the kids haven't seen all of them. Yeah. And you know, of course, that only lasted 23 days.
0: <laughs> what am I gonna do with the rest of the 60 days I have in here?
1: Then we had to fill the time, and so we are currently going through all of the original batman movies uh including adam west's batman movie i
0: was gonna say are you gonna do them all like did you do the burt ward adam west movie <laughs> uh
1: which they they didn't quite get but they just thought was weird enough to be funny <laughs> but you know then we get to burton and uh so yeah we've watched the burton ones and we've watched uh, we just got done with the the schumacher ones yes and uh now we're about to move on to batman Begins. so they oh, wow. they are going on a journey yeah
0: the- <laughs> That's, that's God, I envy them so much because our journey to, to get to begins <laughs> is like, well, just wait six years between each movie and each time you think it's going to be at least as good as the last one. And then it's just, dimin- I don't know about you, but it's diminishing returns until it keeps it's, going. It's so, it's so
1: crazy. Uh, so far, even thinking about begins, I think every Batman movie has been a reaction to something completely you know like nothing i i don't think any movie any batman movie exists because of like a singular vision i think i think batman begins is a reaction to the shoemaker schumacher batman's i think the schumacher batman's are a reaction to the burton batman's and the burton batman's are a reaction to the superman movies yes um, you know, or, or I suppose even the uh, the West Batman, the, the Adam West Batman. like there has been no genuine Batman yet.
0: No. <laughs> and I think I have a theory about that. And okay, I, you know I'm gonna start it with a little story. I, I, I try to weasel this into every like podcast I get on. One time, <laughs> and it's like I, you know what I say it because it'll never happen again. One time, I bullshitted my way into being invited by Warner Brothers to go to Burbank and be part of their, like, Batman Day celebration, mm. which turned out to be a timeshare pitch meeting to YouTubers to sell DC Universe the app. So, uh, by the way, free hotel, free airfare, uh, no complaint. <laughs> to, to pitch me an app that I was gonna buy anyway, just for the by the nature of my job, mm. can do it. But I'm seeing every, like, level of Warner Brothers' involvement with Batman and the franchise. And by the way, of course, it was through Warner Brothers, so how did they wine and dine us? They had a tent full of YouTubers, which I was like, I need to get out of this tent. (laughs) But we're in this tent, and it's filled with every single Batmobile from every movie except for the Adam West movie. Oh, I know, I know. But every other Batman, Batmobile... Plus the Joker Lamborghini from Suicide Squad. <laughs> that DC
1: favorite. I know, that old chestnut. Squad.
0: And I, I I asked one of the one of the handlers, I'll go, so is this so so what's in here? And he goes, It's a it's a Chevy. Like it's just a Lambo body on top of a Chevy, and I'm like, Man. and he said it like he was really ashamed, and I'm like, of course it is. You're not gonna, you're <laughs> not gonna cart this this, this eight hundred thousand dollar car into this tent. But it was cool to see all the, all the. But anyway, the point being, um, seeing the executives and their understanding, they only measure Batman as a character by the last Batman movie, mm-hmm. like. I don't think that there's a single fan of Batman at the level at Warner Brothers to make any executive decision at all. Like, the the idea of the Waynes, where they come from, using any character that isn't a colorful one from someone else's book. Like, it, it's <laughs> it's just... An, it, it's It's just, like, we happen to own this thing. And I don't care that there's, like, 80 years worth of history attached to it. I only measure it based on the last movie we made, like from their perspective. Like the fact there's hmm. comics is incidental in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that, that might help sell the movie. I, yeah, okay. That's all right. literally it. Like if you were to tell them, like, why don't you adapt it off of this book or this book? They're like, why would I do that? I have these writers who write scripts uh-huh. for me. Like, there's, right. they're not going to base it off something. First of all, I, gotta, I, I might have to pay. Like Mm -hmm. for adaptation rights. Secondly, why would I do that? That's derivative. I'll just have them make up a whole new Batman story. Or,
1: or even more insulting, is we'll take all of the iconic imagery that people know without any of the story elements that justify the iconic imagery.
0: Who doesn't love a contextless Batman?
1: Right, thanks so much, Batman v. Superman.
0: (laughs) I think, and what's funny is I I am not the world's biggest Batman v. Superman fan, I'm not the world's biggest Justice League fan, but I'm also not exactly the world's biggest Batman movie fan, like, overall, (laughs) and each Mm -hmm. time I see it, I'm like... Yeah, you, you kind of almost did something there. Like, oh, that's kind of reminds me of a comic at some point. But like, every single one is like, at one point they're like, yeah, like th- there's like this. You, you, you can watch the ebbs and flows of of celebration of Batman until you get to the point where they go, like you get to you get to Dark Knight and they're like, I'm sorry. We have to make a Batman movie. It's just, we lost the Harry Potter franchise. It's over. So, like, we gotta make some kind of billion dollars to end the quarter, and we gotta put out Batman. But trust me, mm-hmm. he won't be in it much. He won't say a lot. He won't look really like Batman. Like, Well, and
1: I'll say, like, to to me, thinking back on, on all the Batman movies, and re- now rewatching them, I think they have nailed it exactly once, and that is with The Dark Knight. Totally. I, that, my personal feelings, of course, but because Batman isn't in it that much, and <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. Like um, I did a I, I did a, a humorous video a while back wh- where I took uh, a episode of Batman the animated series, and I thought it'd be really funny to overdub Kevin Conroy's fantastic Batman voice with my impression <laughs> of uh, of Christian Bale's, you know,
0: Lazar,
1: let's <laughs> Oh my God. And, I have not and seen so was like, oh. oh, And it was, it's a really dumb idea, but I was like, oh, I'll take the full episode and just, you know, redub all of Batman. Won't that be funny? And what I found was Batman doesn't say a lot.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, which, well, in the show, you know, they, they completely it, get it. Y-
1: yes, the show gets Batman. He is a figure, he is not, he doesn't need to exposit. No,
0: he does not get a monologue. If the the monologue has anything to do with his parents or you know justice, Mm -hmm. but yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He he has a quip, a line. Bruce Wayne has more lines than Batman does.
1: Yes, absolutely. And so going through going through the movies is very interesting, especially watching it with my children because you get to kind of watch it through a child's eyes. Well, and that's who they're made
0: for. Like it, each up until begins like. That's the demographic. So I can imagine how like kind of sociologically amazing it must be to be like, how do they interpret? Like, is it working? Is what they yeah. in- engineered for them? Do they go, man, I love that rubber ducky that, that uh, Danny DeVito's in. I want an a- I want a Happy Meal of that. Like, do they need these things? Or is it, is it just kind of like, I don't get this. I wasn't born Ooh. in the 80s. I have no idea.
1: No, well, and I like they don't they didn't understand so much of it. Obviously, like a lot of it is like very, very dated, right? Um, as far as like technology or or things uh, of that nature, but they didn't under like just the visual language. It is shocking how bad the Burton Batman movies are. Like, if if you peel away the Burton veneer, right? It is a structurally bad movie.
0: Who's the main character of that movie? <laughs> like, and and yeah. you're, you're, yes, that is, and that's kind of at the heart of what we're talking about here because we are kind yeah. of like isolating the Burton Batman movies. But we could talk about all of Batman. But the, the, but those movies, you're, you know, what? I don't want to even get in your way. Keep going because, like, yes, like the, if you take, if you made that movie, if like Michael Mann made that made those two Batman movies, who gives mm-hmm. a shit? Like.
1: Well, he would do a better job. His movies are awesome. But
0: those scripts, like, but with those scripts and that, like, cast, he'd be like, I don't know what the hell these people are doing. Like, it would just, because every frame of Batman, at least Batman 1, 89, Mm -hmm. looks amazing. Like, there's some Twitter account that does that, where they're just like, hey, look at this shot from Batman. And you're like, that's so good looking. Like, it's so amazing looking. And then you put them all together into a film (laughs) And it's just like, well, oh, I, well, that's not really a cohesive story.
1: Well, you know, aesthetic goes so far. Yes. Like, obviously, you know, Tim Burton is known for being Tim Burton for a reason. And, like, his world is very interesting. His The way he tells the story of the characters is very interesting. But, like you said, who's the main character of the movie? I, I would probably argue that Vicki Vale yeah. is the main character because it's kind of the world through her perspective. Totally. The problem is Vicky Vale you can remove her entirely from the movie and it changes nothing. She affects the story in zero ways, she affects the characters in zero ways.
0: Yep. Yeah, the only and thing s- you need is you need an excuse for Joker to go to the to the museum. You know that Right, that, but well, but even still, yeah, he could just go there to t- to attack the art. You still don't need her. Yeah.
1: Right. You still don't need her. Yeah, You know, some could argue that you might need her as the impetus to have Joker and Bruce Wayne meet. So Bruce Wayne can figure out that it was Joker who killed his parents, which, by the way, that opens up a whole nother can of worms uh, as far as why is Batman doing this to fight, you know, the nameless criminal and crime in general. No, no, he's fight one person. Oh, it's just
0: that guy and I killed him. So I'm done.
1: I'm done being Batman now. Uh, but that's that's a whole that's that's that, that's yeah. separate. That's separate from the structure that says a Batman fan. Yeah. whole boy. <laughs> uh, but but again, like they could meet for any number of reasons. Her character is not necessary and how trite. How yeah. how insulting of the movie that like the only reason they meet is because they're both into the same girl.
0: Oh, I <laughs> yes. Although I will they do have one more meeting, but even then it's not even a meet like it's that scene where he where Joker for no reason dresses like a mime, and then shows up at the city hall like shooting scene, but and that's when he gets the idea. But it's only when he actually when Joker says his his catchphrase, which which I guarantee you there is a shocking amount of people who have it tattooed on them somewhere. Ooh, and it's like I, right, yeah, just as the veneer of depth, like but it's like it's joker would never like any joker pick any joker from any era mm. none of them would say that
1: <laughs> okay so <laughs> i like i will defend jack nicholson as the joker i think it's a very interesting take on the joker it's not as jokery as i would like but yeah. even that scene right you know he says this line that that sounds like it should mean something <laughs> you have a dance with the devil in the pale moonlight right. and then bruce wayne kind of gives him a what look and he goes yeah yeah i don't know what it means either. i love
0: that that's that's funny that's, you know, that's, that's, that's actually, joker that's, that's pretty solid i don't know i just that's like saying jokery it. <laughs>
1: right uh it's the the the, the problem is there's no, there's not necessarily a reason for him to be doing any of the things that the Joker is doing. No,
0: he's a psycho hitman who, when he becomes the Joker, suddenly remembers that in his psych profile it says that he's an artist. Because they, they talk about this whole thing when, like, when <laughs> Alfred procures this psych profile on Jack Napier and gives it to Batman, who wears glasses for some reason. That's fine. He has He's far-sighted. Like what? What's happening here? I don't know. Anyway, but you know, but he's but he's he reads the psych profile and he's like, oh, he he's a chemist he like Mm -hmm. these are and it's like those are things that were in a like secret origins issue like things you didn't know about the joker he he's a chemist that's how he makes the joker toxins he's an artist (laughs) he perceives perceives himself as like a like a homicidal artist kind of thing and they went Mm -hmm. oh that's that's good since there's not much there to the jack napier character we can use that we'll put those in there too and so (laughs) for no reason like out of nowhere they go to the they go to this art gala they destroy it you know they Mm -hmm. he he's he's fascinated by vicky vale's Photography of the dead. It, I don't know. It, it's just kind of like it, it seems kind of tacked on. It's it's
1: it's all it's all very surface level. Oh, and by the way, uh, a, a great thing to have in your children's movie <laughs> is a is a photographer who specializes in uh, you know genocide and war zones. Right. Just show those pictures over and over
0: constantly. Again. They well, that's that's her identity. Her identity is she goes to war zones and photographs the macabre. Which, by the way. <laughs> Really quick, cool. That's that's another weird. Oh my god, why did you do that? Reference? They pick Corto Maltese, the like fake island nation from Dark Knight Returns, that is gonna have that 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 that, that is the Cuba missile crisis allegory that Superman and the Soviets are fighting. In. It's just that's just me being like, did you know this? But it's like, <laughs> why did you pick that? Like, why is that in here?
1: There's there are so many missing chunks. There's there's really fun, uh, and by fun I mean bad back and <laughs> forth between her and uh, Knox, yeah. the the reporter.
0: What the hell is this Knox character doing in this movie?
1: Well, okay, so Knox makes sense uh, to to me. If if you are going to do this movie right, you remove Vicky Vale as a character, and you just have Knox as like our perspective character, the down and out reporter who believes in the Batman yep. when no one else does. Right. Right. Vicki Vale comes in and she's like, Hey, I'm a photographer. I'm interested in, in working with you on the Batman story. Right. And like later they're hanging out at the paper. It's like a huge
0: like movie about these two up and comers, like the Woodward and Bernstein of the Batman universe. But, like, but also he's like he's like hey
1: we have a job to do and it's like what job you guys just met two days ago is she working for the paper now
0: what <laughs> is she yeah are you subcontracting her or, or is she doing this pro bono? <laughs> yeah the, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: it's very weak. I, I yeah.
0: like that element of it and then you think like okay yeah Alexander Knox he actually does like have a have an interesting role to play it yeah. makes sense when you're watching it for vicky and he to team up and then you think gee whiz wouldn't it have been more cool if gordon was the one who believed there was a batman and nobody believed him or a trimmer
1: this is this is like the first batman movie and so you know like it, it's not in on the on the human side of it not the batman yeah. side you have you know nox trying to convince the commissioner that the batman exists and is a good guy yes Right, and then you have like the crooked cop who thinks Batman exists, but a bad guy, and Gordon is like, hey, I need evidence either way, yeah. right? Like, then we could have a, an actual story here. The, <laughs> the story that we get is, is so nonsensical. It's, yeah. it's I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put it together yeah. into a, a way where I can even elaborate, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, like in order, like what is this about? like because <laughs> it's right because you know it's like they don't care <laughs> because the marketing is just the batman logo and then like a big middle finger <laughs> as, they the the ba- theater, no, as they go to the movie theater no just the
1: batman logo right like that's all you need which like, by we're the way
0: batman that's so great that like i that's like the kind of subtlety and by the way the subtlety of a giant batman logo as your poster but that kind of subtlety is Hardly, it was just that was the Superman marketing where they were like, mm. Superman logo, and he's gonna the flying is gonna look good in this movie as the tagline. And then they're like, We're gonna do that, we're gonna ape off of that big Batman logo because, arguably, most iconic, most recognizable logo in ever anything.
1: Oh, absolutely!
0: Like you could ha- don't, and you don't have to worry about translations. It's just that poster will hit every cinema across the world and on mm-hmm. the moon, and everyone will understand what the hell this movie is going to be about. Absolutely, no one's done that again.
1: The, well, if you remember, and you might be able to, you might be able to find this. They tried to do that <laughs> with the Captain America movie that ended up going direct to video, where it was just the, the shield. shield.
0: Are you? Yes. By the way and this is somebody asked yes the J.D. Salinger son led movie
1: yes that, that
0: movie I I don't own it but I should have by the time by the amount of times I rented it as a child because I was just like <laughs> as a kid you know you're if you're a kid and you grow up within comics and you're in the like 90s you don't have movies like you, you don't have tv sh- you your x-men is you know only on once a week you know batman same mm. deal So you just go out and you find out like there's a secret Fantastic Four movie that no one's ever seen. I need to have this. You find out Mm -hmm. they made not one but two Captain America movies. One where he drives a motorcycle. I'm on board. The Punisher movie, that came from like not only our own episode but like... I, yeah, I, I see. I saw the movie as a kid because I'm like, hell yes! WPIX Channel Eleven Saturday afternoon movie was the Punisher. I'm in, mm-hmm. friggin' like. But there are so many hidden gems where you're like, oh, I gotta have, and that's all you have. The '70s live action Spider-Man movies, <laughs> and you're like, I guess this is good. <laughs> this it's a movie. It's got Spider-Man
1: He's... in it. That's that's my expectations at this point. This is a movie with a character I know. Right,
0: the Trial, of the Incredible <laughs> Hulk. Oh my God, Daredevil. Kinda, you know, but that's all you could get. And you should just watch it. Captain America, like Red Skull's awesome. He's Italian for some reason. Uh, that's fine. But Captain America, and he, all he does is just pretend like he has diarrhea and then he te- steals cars. That's all I remember of that movie.
1: That's all you need to know. Yeah. That's his superpower. Yeah, it's
0: just, it's lying about a medical condition yeah. and then stealing yeah. wild automobiles. But yeah, anyway, uh, but yeah, they did try that with Captain America. That's a good point. And they were, but no, well, no one's going to go see that. What is that?
1: Because because no one cares about Captain America until they do, but right. but you know you you have you have this like perfect storm of of people ready to take comic book movies seriously, yes. and I always I, and I think we talked about this during our Punisher episode too about kind of like the evolution of comic book movies, mm-hmm. and so like Burton's Batman was I feel like the first steps like the toddler era totally. If, if Donner's Superman is the birth yes. of, of comic book movies, this Batman, Burton's Batman are the first wobbly steps. You have someone with a, a, an incredible and unique visual style, and you have someone who's kind of taking the subject matter seriously, yeah. kind
0: of. yeah, but like a, a, in only as seriously as he could possibly take it. like because you know Burton not the big world's biggest comic book fan, and so he's like, mm. I have no respect for Batman. Like so, he's like, "I'll take it seriously," but like, let's not forget, this is really stupid, right? Like, you can feel that kind of like reluctance and like where he's just like, ah, you know. But particularly when it gets to returns, because of course, eighty nine, you know, regardless of its structural narrative flaws and its inconsistency with character, what is Bruce Wayne's deal in these in this movie? Like that scene, everybody loves it—the let's get nuts scene. Yeah. Everyone loves that scene everyone's like yes, that's just Michael Keaton riffing like you could tell this is Michael Keaton being like I, I'm I've, all I do in this movie is sit and like look or I desperately try to like walk around in this rubber coffin and so after that he's just like, I need a scene where I, where I Beetlejuice out. I gotta do something in this movie because he's watching Jack just swing for the fences and he's just like, come on.
1: People want to see Beetlejuice. Absolutely. People
0: are gonna Trust me. My peeps are going to need me to Beetlejuice out in this movie at some point. Because they've only, you know, they've seen Mr. Mom. They've seen Beetlejuice. They know. Yeah. They know what to expect from me. And uh, arguably, it is a great scene. Like, it's fun to see. I like him get, doing the Let's Get Nuts scene. I don't know if I understand why he freaks out like that. I guess to lure him into shooting him. I guess. But he didn't know that he had a little gun at that no, point, right? But he, no, but he put the tray in the shirt. I mean... The reality is the reason why he did that is because the script said he did that. Like he's the character doesn't know that he has a gun, but the script says he has a gun, so that's why he puts the thing in his shirt. It's like,
1: but also if he was shot by like a regular size gun, it would have gone through that and that wouldn't have done him any good. But but again, like that's a fine scene. If you remove it from the context right. of the movie. Yeah, if you're
0: watching Batman the movie clips on YouTube, like most people have seen this movie probably by <laughs> this point, then it's awesome. You know, if you watch just the scene yeah. where he murders the Joker in cold blood, it's pretty cool. <laughs> or the countless people that he just throws off of a balcony.
1: Oh, uh, don't forget about the the factory full of henchmen and assumedly factory workers that he just blows up without any warning. Oh yeah, no, like Batman he... is
0: a is a bomber now. (laughs) which by the way dovetails into one of my favorite shots of the movie which is him in front of the batmobile there's fire behind him there's a spotlight from the convenient joker copter which has never been established but suddenly exists and joker for some reason is all about branding and the branding he uses is the jose luis garcia lopez at the time dc comics joker branding what the hell but anyway that shot is that shot is if you Google image search Batman 89, that shot will be there (laughs) and it's so awesome looking.
1: It it is. And again, like that's like, that's the running theme with, I mean, to be honest with all four of the nineties, Batman movies is style over substance. And, you know, people are more forgiving of Burton style than Schumacher's, shoemakers.
0: I don't know. I've, I've said Schumacher forever, but I you know, I never met the man. I have no idea. Joel. Yeah, yeah, he's we're all friends here. Let's call him Joel. We're
1: all, we're all friends. <laughs> and, and uh, not to get too off subject, but uh, Batman forever might be my favorite of the, <laughs> of the early four, just because it's a sleazy soap opera. Oh my god! And they do not hide that fact. Like they do like the, the crash zooms on big emotional Tons things. Tons of it's, Dutch it's
0: angles funny. when we're dealing with crooked characters. <laughs> it's, the, it's it's beautiful. Lighting from nowhere. Mm, like when, when,
1: Who cares? It looks fabulous. We-
0: <laughs> <laughs> who cares? That's it's like beautiful. Two-Face, every time he shows his ugly side, they, they shine the same color light as his face. Like, don't put pink on pink. Yeah. That's who cares? You're going to wash out the detail, which probably yeah. is a good idea. Right. But... <laughs> but-
1: <laughs> But so like this is the thing with with Burton's Batman is oops hit my microphone. This is the thing with Burton's Batman is is there's there's just there's nothing there. Right. Bru- Bruce Wayne as a character, I, I actually think like they they start with some really good ideas for him. Yeah, like you know he like the first time we see Bruce Wayne, he's like holding a uh, a charity gala yep. to raise money for the parade. I think.
0: Yes, right? I believe so.
1: And so it's like, oh, okay, like, yes, I'm a, I'm a man of the city. I am well off. Everybody loves me. He's a little eccentric, yep. like, with him in the armor I love section. That That's scene. really fun. It's a
0: good-looking scene, too, Like, but it's also a fun scene, like, when he, where he, he he tricks them into thinking he's somebody else, and then he introduces himself. <laughs> That's a fun scene. I like that scene.
1: Well, and, and like, uh, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, getting back to the point of the Let's Get Nuts scene, like, as Bruce Wayne before the Let's Get Nuts scene – He's a very good Bruce Wayne. So, he's kind of yes. an oddball, mm-hmm. but you could see him do. You could see him being like crazy enough to be Batman. Totally, right?
0: totally. <laughs> and, and within that, within that same token, like when he's at Vale's apartment and he tries to articulate what normal life is supposed to be like, and of course, like I'm a freelance photographer who is like who's never lived that life. So she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about, and he's like, Oh, <laughs> which I love right. like that's Try to ask Batman to describe what it's like to be normal. He's like, is somebody gets up and they kiss someone uh, you, goodbye. Oh, you do the
1: thing. Ah, but I don't know. Is that
0: what people and like? It's like? Yes. Yeah. And, and even if you weren't Batman, you're still like a wealthy aristocrat. Like you have no idea what life is like.
1: You're a wealthy aristocrat who's, who's been raised by your butler. Yeah, you have no concept of normal. No,
0: and your, your pursuit of it is hollow. So, But that's very Batman. So you're right. The Keaton performance in the beginning, very, very believable.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I, th- it has enough of these pieces that make it work. And like, if you ignore the fact that Joker has no reason to do any of the evil things he does, he does generally evil Joker-like things. Totally.
0: Yeah. He 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 terrorizes the city. He makes the Joker toxins. He kills people for no reason. He he horribly brutalizes only women, which is another problem yeah. in this movie. But uh, yeah. you know, like. Well, and, and he's,
1: like, he's he's very, like, emotional. He's very bipolar, yes. right? Like, his his parade sequence, Batman steals his balloons, then he starts killing people. Oh, it's like, oh, that's great. He's killing people with his balloons. His balloons get taken away. He just kills people with guns. Right. Fantastic. And so there's enough of these good pieces where it, it hobbles along, but, of course, it has the Burton veneer over it, so it almost...
0: Well, that way... On, oh, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, on first glance, this is a competent movie, any digger deeping you see right through it. you
0: just hit, you hit bedrock (laughs) immediately. No, that, that's the thing is that, and I think going further than that, it has preserved it as this kind of like thing to be idolized and, and kind of deified where you're like, Oh yeah, no, it's (laughs) like, especially if, if you're a kid and I don't know, like you, you showed your kids, but like, if you're a child, particularly in a vacuum of Batman, right? Mm -hmm. All you have to compare it to is Adam West. This is amazing. Like it's, it's, It has the highbrow kind of like, it's for adults. I, I'll, I'll tell one more story. This is very, uh, tan- very much a tangent. When I was a, <laughs> I was a small child,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was a Batman fan because I read comic books. And when I heard, I was sentient enough, I don't remember what age I was, but I was sentient enough to be aware they were making a Batman movie and wanted to go. And I had a Batman costume and my older sister, who was much older than me, uh, promised to take me. And I put on my Batman costume and I go into the kitchen and my parents tell me, we read a review of it. You're not going anywhere. Like, I'm about to go in the car to go see Batman. And I'm told it's too adult. You can't go see it.
1: Which, of course, just makes you want to see it more. Exactly.
0: Well, then it preserves it as this thing like, oh, my, I'm not allowed to see. It. It's dangerous. Like, <laughs> But, uh, but but yeah, pres- kept from seeing it. So, like, that kind of thing where you're, like, as a kid, you're all you want to see is a Batman in real life. Then you're told you can't see it. Like, it creates this whole mythology around it. So, mm-hmm. by the time Batman Returns comes out, not only are you definitely seeing it, but you're going to try and, per- like, forgive everything wrong with it <laughs> in every way, which is you doing that every other scene like, <laughs> like every other scene you're like no also i heard batman's in this movie at some point like there is 100% more batman in batman 89 than returns where he is just all he, what does he do in that movie anyway we'll we'll get there but like yeah well, well no and we, and we can uh, we
1: can we can move on to batman returns <laughs> you know we'll we'll bounce back and forth but first uh, firstly i'd like to start off with a positive yes. of batman returns Batman Returns does something that happens in very little Batman movies, mm. which is Bruce Wayne uses his power and influence for good. Not Batman. Bruce Wayne does.
0: Mm. Are you talking about trying to keep Max Shrek's business from like making too much power?
1: <laughs> well, because remember, you know uh, the 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 bad guys' plot. Max Shrek. Yeah. In- oh,
0: the plot is is. Well, like you said it's just <laughs> perfect there's oh, a yeah. there's a wealthy industrialist who makes power and the city is experiencing a power surplus-hmm but he wants to build another power plant
1: right which we find out is actually a capacitor to suck power from the grid uh, to hoard it for later <laughs> uh, which that's like,
0: fine what that's the fine heck? was that even a fine. Thing? I don't know if it's a real thing, but it's fine. There's no (laughs) way that's a real, that's not even a comic book thing. Like, Denny O'Neill would have been like, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. And just would have said no. But Tim Burton's like, aha.
1: Good enough for me. Good enough for rock and roll. An
0: excuse to put Chris Walken in this movie.
1: Any excuse for that. And that but you know what? That's fine because so then like he's having trouble with the mayor, so he goes to another prominent business owner, Bruce Wayne, to help like get some capital, get some money. And Bruce Wayne use says, I will use my money because I'm a super rich and my position as a Gothamite elite yes. to stop you because I think you're wrong. And you're like, oh, Uh, that it's it's a thing that i love in superhero comics superhero movies tv shows is when the hero is kind of stripped of their powers and is still a good person right and and so like that's the scene that we needed of course the rest of the movie is batshit it's not that (laughs) it it just falls right out the window but like I, I will give it I will give it all the the good marks I can for having a scene where Bruce Wayne actually does something. Does
0: anything. <laughs> yeah. Does anything in character. Yes. Ooh, yes. Though, you know, one of the one of the trappings of those of those kinds of sequences is if Bruce Wayne wanted to succeed or not have to deal with that, he should have just not said anything and just done it. Because then it catches the villain wise to your plan, you know, you could could buddy up to... Because in the comics you see that all the time, Bruce Wayne's like, I gotta go to this gala and buddy up to some jackass so that he trusts me enough to let me into his inner circle so that I can set off a little, like, bomb in his plans and completely disrupt it or like take over Mm. his company or whatever. But with this Bruce Wayne is like, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to call everyone I can just as soon as I, and there's, and I have nothing on my person to indicate that you and I have met personally here today. So I'm just going to turn my (laughs) back on you and then walk out this door. Like I dare you to try and assassinate me. It's just kind of like one of those weird situations where it's like, I know you needed a scene where a character telegraphs what what they believe, but you know, Mm. realistically speaking, eh,
1: like you know, listen. Effort was there, not maximum effort, <laughs> but you know.
0: No, I mean, no, not to not to crap on that, that idea because it is actually a genuinely any scene with Michael Keaton in it is a hundred percent charisma and a mm-hmm. and a ton of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Batman Returns in particular, every Bruce Wayne scene is a goldmine. Um, I, I think that every scene he has with Selena Kyle is is perfect. Not perfect, but it's it's fun and pretty much in character. Like having watched returns again recently and as as you as well maybe you noticed this where i was like i really like this idea of these two mentally damaged people like who f- who who like are like did we just fall in love with each other like <laughs> kind of like in that stepbrothers moment where they're like yeah like they're like i'm i'm totally <laughs> fucked up and broken and they're like me too and it's like oh my god like
1: Oh, oh, does this does this work? Do our do, oh.
0: do, do does our trauma like match up? <laughs> uh, and I kind of dig that. Like when they're in the when they're in the ball sequence and they're dancing and then they find out who each other is and they're like, "What do we do?" And I'm like, right. "I like that. That's really good. That's some good shit right there." It,
1: it's like it's it's full of really good ideas <laughs> that are in this mess. Yes, you know, like but you could pick out and, and like every idea is kind of good but when you put them all together you get a jarble. like like even the penguin which is like a great way to again idea it's a great idea to do that character wealthy parents cast aside at a young age so he has this like air of grandiosity even though he's been raised in a sewer oh perfect yeah Right, easy peasy. He has a a maniacal plan to, you know, steal and kill all the children. It gets sidetracked by, you know, his own ego. Right, great, love it. But, (laughs) but you also have Tim Burton just showing his kinks right in front of everyone. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) And you know, watching it with kids and them just going, "Why is he doing that?"
0: Your poor children, I'm so sorry. I,
1: you just have to, you know, have a conversation with them.
0: As, as a kid, I remember seeing that movie for the first time, and I, I don't think I ever saw the shot where Penguin bites the guy's nose because mm. I always turned away up until about this year. <laughs> where I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to look at this because I remember, like, there was a, I, I, as a kid, I vividly remember a sound effect and the horror screaming And like how close he got where I'm like, they definitely showed that. I do not want to see that. And, you know, and then I see it again. I'm like, okay, it wasn't that bad. But like, yeah, that's some horror Mm -hmm. stuff right there. Everything about that is, is, horrible. Oh yeah.
1: And right before that, he's like fondling someone. And right after that Catwoman's there and she's doing her weird bedroom stuff. It's, it's, all weird like tim burton <laughs> i'm 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 very glad he found a life partner after that totally. in hell in the bottom carter because he had some frustrations to work out
0: completely oh yeah No. well he just i it's it's very much you know what it is that was the uh that was the quentin tarantino foot shot of batman returns i think this guy has something to say it's like I, every time well, and, hey and i'm not here to King No. Jim hey anymore. listen i'm not you know, we've all been there. I hear you. But, you know, maybe dial it back a little bit in your children's movie that's made with with Happy Meals in mind.
1: Right. Your, your story based off of a comic book, maybe just make it like 10% less horny. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. The,
0: Penguin is so bizarre in this movie where he's... <laughs> okay, so like the Moses and Old Testament allegory with... Okay, so we have the Moses story with, with Penguin... And then mm-hmm. we have the like the 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 10th plague with the firstborn children and you're like what what do you what is this like why why is why did you go there like there's nothing biblical about Batman from Batman 89 in this Selina doesn't represent anything it's just isolated for this one character and even then like it's like Moses went and fought, joined a traveling circus after that <laughs> well I, yeah i guess you know like we went into the desert and he found these also hey listen like you just did a movie about clowns and then the next movie is a penguin man who leads clowns y- you're mixing your metaphors your pal like you know yeah
1: maybe break that up a little bit yeah uh y- yes no it's you know <laughs> here's making a movie is very hard okay and
0: sometimes like the you know making here. it's very hard there's a lot of people a lot of moving parts
1: well, there there are, and and this is the reality of making a major motion picture is that sometimes you have to make a decision that won't actually come to fruition for years later. Right. <laughs> and so, so and that's why you get really weird stuff at the end where you're like, oh wait, did I make that decision? But that doesn't work here. Well, we got to make it work now. Yeah,
0: well, we just allocated and, fifty thousand dollars to that. Well, we just built a tiny child sized train. That Mm -hmm, would only mm -hmm. realistically fit about eight or nine kids, and it's supposed to ferry every firstborn child in Gotham City. (laughs) It's just, like, it's so weird. That's the other thing, is that, like, the budget shows in this movie in really weird ways, where Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's grandiose and beautiful. As you pointed out, and this is actually more Schumacher than it is Burton, but the idea of Gotham City... And how, like, it has character and it has all the, like, particularly the Schumacher thing is where human beings are holding these buildings. I loved that I that was your uh, observation. I, and looking at the shot, I'm like, oh, my God in heaven. Like, look at all of the, there's all these big, muscular men just mm-hmm. gladiatorially holding up, like, the infrastructure of the city itself. It's mm-hmm. like, what the hell?
1: And there's also a Taco and Bell. And a Taco Bell, so... which
0: Taco Bell liked your tweet about that. So, Hey.
1: I unironically love Taco Bell. And that was a that was a big moment that's, for me. That is that is a but,
0: that is a bucket list item right there. Well, no, and
1: you know that's this is something that I I also really appreciate because I think that's something DC does much better than Marvel. Yes. is DC has cities as characters. Right, Metropolis is a fantasy realm. Gotham is a fantasy realm. Edge City is, that's more normal. Yeah. But, Well, and you then know, you get like, to, like,
0: Coast City, and, like, you know, it's like... You know. I, I always describe Coast City as a smoldering crater because, you, of course, the Death of Superman era, but, like, you know, uh-huh. but there's Coast City that, Yeah, but it's funny. Once you get from Gotham and Metropolis, then it's like, and then what do you got? Stars...
1: And, and then just normal cities. Yeah, and, well,
0: <laughs> then it's Star City, which is essentially Seattle. Oh, shit. Sure, and you're sure. like, oh, okay, yeah, you could do that. But yeah.
1: But yeah, like, you it know, embraces, like, especially if you're comparing. Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. I was just
0: going to say, like you said, like, it embraces the kind of like iconic, like, mm-hmm. it's not real nature of it,
1: right and i think that's okay like it's okay to get fantasy like especially if you compare that with like the nolanization right. of of fantastical things where it's like oh this is just chicago yeah,
0: like, <laughs> yeah vancouver <laughs> chicago the, yeah, it's fine. that's just, that's an interesting thing like how did you feel about the narrows when that came up in batman begins Because I felt like that was the most like tacked on where they're like, and then there's this other section that's all CG and doesn't look anything like the city we used as a backdrop for this movie. And I'm like, that's cool, I guess. But you could have just said it was just a crappy area. Like you didn't have to make a secret crazy island that you could only get to from one bridge that looks nothing like the shots you got in IMAX, no less, of your major city.
1: That's the thing. It, it, it almost feels like they have never lived in a city before, because it's like, that's not how cities work. Yeah,
0: we don't just make an island for the poor and build like like a flimsy bridge to get to it so they can like, like take up know, our garbage and clean our bathrooms. Like, that's not how that works at all.
1: Like, th- there's there's far more realistic ways that you segregate the poor in cities. Yes. You know? And if you want to
0: make that point, by the way, Gotham is the one city you use to do it.
1: Uh, no, absolutely. But like you said, they did it. Like they chose that to make like their cartoonish statement about like the poor and <laughs> the plague. But yes, where it's like no, you could actually like we could talk. That could have something to do with Wayne Enterprises. Maybe a section of Wayne Enterprises. You know, uh, there, there <laughs> there's a, a thing in city planning uh, where you kind of like build. Uh, areas uh, that are specifically supposed to be low income areas and then surround them by industrial areas. Mm. With, with coding, there's, there's some fantastic books that are very depressing, so I won't recommend <laughs> them right now.
0: Fair enough. I thought you were gonna go in another direction where it's like, Thomas Wayne was the Walt Disney of Gotham, and he's like, I've got an idea for a futuristic city of workers, and it's gonna be over <laughs> there, surrounded by water and police. <laughs>
1: it's like he just well and like that's basically like if you ever well we'll get into it now yeah, yeah. If, if you ever want to be incredibly depressed <laughs> you can read a book called the color of law which is uh, the history of uh federal segregation how they use like zoning laws to literally segregate oh. people it's fantastic and <laughs> uh, an interesting read although horribly horribly depressing, horribly depressing. Yeah. Um, And so, like, they could have played with real world elements, but they're like, eh, it's on the other side of a river.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) we can't do that right now. We're trying to resurrect the Batman franchise. And if you looked at, like, the playbook for what we're going to do to reinvent the Batman franchise in movies before they got to Begins, where it's, like, the most obvious, oh, maybe we'll start from scratch. Like, they were like, no, what if we go to the future? We could do a Dark Knight Returns starring Clint Eastwood as Batman. Or we could do Batman Beyond. Like, why are you going in the future? Just start over again.
1: You obviously
0: make him young so you can make 16 of these freaking things.
1: Well, that's what you want. Well, I think that's why they were thinking beyond. Right, right no yeah, way.
0: well, and just constantly set it in a impossible-to-recreate future without oodles of CG and money to make happen. Like, mm. y- you don't want your sequels to get increasingly more expensive. I know that seems to be the trend for superhero movies. Well, the next one has to be three times as expensive. It's like, just make it three times as good or make the stakes three times as big. Not gonna happen. That's all you not, need to do. That's not gonna
1: happen. You know how to make it good or big? More money. More money. Like, more money,
0: no. big people big big money just just big <laughs> big, big explosions how many explosions you money? know what
1: we really need in our batman movie arnold schwarzenegger yeah we need the that's we need a, the
0: actor that's going to play our villain to cost as much as the entire budget for the film <laughs> <laughs> only villain we didn't kill <laughs> is that guy is <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger
1: well uh can't oh, it.
0: well they not for lack of trying and i also forgot <laughs> uh, the riddler also made it
1: Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, Yeah, no. Well, and getting getting back to the. Bringing this back to Batman Returns. Yes. We start adding into Burton's movie, which are relatively grounded. Like you know, Batman '89 yeah. is a relatively realistic-ish Batman. Yeah,
0: at the very least, it's taking itself seriously. Like you, like you, the Monarch Theater is like the epicenter of Gotham City. Every time that you have a shot of Gotham, you're in, you're next to the Monarch Theater. Like, yeah, I get it. You built one set, and you just don't have another angle to use but like it's a great set oh it is a great set it's gorgeous the visual identity of the. i remember as a kid seeing forever in the theater and being like what happened to gotham like i loved the look of gotham and then it got like and then it went fabulous like like everything got lights and color i love it i love fluorescent (laughs) gangs that show up with all their fringe i'm like what happened to gotham it's supposed to be scary this is just like tacky because it was
1: a reaction, it was a reaction to Batman Returns, which, you know, Batman Returns ends with a a skeleton (laughs) and, and a, a freak of nature spitting up black blood. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. It's very weird. But also
0: (laughs) you could tell like Batman gets like Batman. He, the movie ends with Batman driving away in a car with a cat, the penguin, not only opens the movie for a good 45 <laughs> minutes or basically like you get this whole drawn out sequence which i think penguin's father is paul rubens by the way in that shot
1: looks a lot like paul I, rubens it
0: has to be. if it looks like paul rubens it's absolutely paul rubens wait we have the internet oh you're in right i can just look it up um i'm,
1: I'm looking it up right do, now yeah. while you make your but point.
0: The, the, the 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 whole opening is just the movie's about penguin like you know that Burton is like, I wanna tell a story about this short guy with black crazy hair that nobody takes seriously And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Burton. And maybe dial it back a little bit, talking about putting your fetishes on display. Like your his parents didn't understand him, and he's an artist in his own right, and all he wants to do is make the beautiful people go away. And I'm like, Okay, Burton, I think I see what you're saying. And he loves
1: women in leather. Yeah, and he wants he to just wants to, to touch t- women in leather. Wants
0: to touch them. <laughs> that's all
1: he wants to do. I will
0: say, but, but like, that's what the movie's about. And the, such to the, such the point where the movie's book ended, it opens with his birth, it ends with his death, we get, like, this this whole drawing, the whole goddamn opening sequence is a bassinet rolling around in water, and then it ends with penguins dragging his corpse into the water. Like, he gets a funeral at the end of this movie. He... He
1: get he gets a bigger send off than Batman in the Batman. That's
0: movie. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, this these movies and that I think also set up the whole trend of like make the villains bigger and more interesting than Batman. Batman is the reason you you make the movie, but it's really about <laughs> showcasing the talent of Uma Thurman and Jim Carrey.
1: And and uh, to be honest, I think that's very fair. I think Batman. In and of himself, is a simple character. Totally,
0: yeah, one dimensional, but like, but fun to watch, and I like that character. Like,
1: well, and and his norm can play off, like you know, if he is like the darkness and the the detective, he should have interesting villains that he can be the norm for. So that makes a lot of sense. But penguin funeral, right? (laughs) That's that's weird and well and you know like the 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 horror of it the gruesome nature of of penguin's death yeah. and and so then like you get to the shoemaker ones and and so they're just like audiences did not like the penguin let's now just crank this back to kind of comedy campy. Yeah,
0: totally. Well, not only did the audience not like it, but McDonald's didn't like it. Like, we can't sell that. What am I gonna do? These children, they're gonna get their Happy Meals, and oh, look, it's Penguin! Squeeze his tummy, and he spits up black offal right out of his schnoz. Like, there's no way. Here's how you know that it didn't work. Mm. Again, huge nerd. If you bought toys back then, they made they had a Batman action figure line by I think Kenner back then, and for Mm -hmm. a while because of the movies, like the Batmans all looked like Michael Keaton, and like they had a they had a Jack Nicholson Joker action figure that I coveted as a child, Mm -hmm. and it was great. But like, and you got a Catwoman figure, Selena, nothing like Michelle Pfeiffer, but it's just it's a black figure with ears. You're good, and the Mm -hmm. Penguin figure is just. The Kenner superpowers penguin figure. Like, they didn't even make a Danny DeVito penguin figure. They just recolored the 1980s, 70s penguin with a monocle and a hat. And he's, he's like, very front heavy. Like, it's just, he's wearing a tuxedo. Like, it, it's, it's, he looks like the art that they're using in the mayoral campaign which, by the way, like, if you're making this movie and you're, like, reminding people about the comics, don't have visual identity like that says, this is the penguin you could have had. Instead, it's this little short monster.
1: Well, and, you know, and and this is no fault of Danny DeVito, no. who is giving 110%. Oscar-worthy performance. It's, <laughs> it's just... It's just uh, weird to have in your family action
0: movie. <laughs> so, you know,
1: there's a balance. You know,
0: they're getting those dailies and they're like, "Oh my god in heaven!" I, well, Batman did make two hundred million dollars, so okay. And,
1: and this goes back to my original point, where every Batman movie has only been a reaction to the last Completely. one. So you know that the they gave Burton Batman eighty nine because they wanted something different than the Adam West Batman. Totally. So, okay, we'll give it to the dark and dour guy. Eighty nine made. Tons of cash. Yep. Okay, guess what? We're gonna react to that, Burton. Whatever you want. It's cart launch. Because <laughs> that's how we're gonna make. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs>
0: you can't just let Burton do what he wants. You need to tell him, like, here's. Yeah, no. Because that's what. Because what he wants is to see sexy ladies in black leather put birds in their mouths, like, <laughs>
1: rub their body and be weird and have horrible goop monsters. Yep and 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 and,
0: yeah. and everything and like the rubber ducky vehicle that he drives around which i was sorely disappointed was not at that batman party that i went to in california <gasps> by the way i was yeah i literally I turned to one of the people and i go this is amazing i can't believe the amount of, like because they had the bullet car from batman returns
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The, by the way every car could be drive could be driven the bullet Had to be dragged. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I I go, does it work? They're like, oh no, it's on ropes. They just pulled it, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) But uh, but no rubber duck. I go, no rubber ducky. They're like, we have it, but like it was a bitch. Like, look, we got the Justice League Batmobile. Okay, come on. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, yeah, I think you could have the rubber ducky. I wanted to stand on it. He goes, well, you can't touch him. Like. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, we got to the like. Oh, they had this. They had the. They had the bat signal from Justice League, which you know, mm. too bad. But also, hey, and uh, I got a picture in front of it, and then two other YouTubers mm. were like, "I'm gonna touch it," and then like before I knew it, there was a rope in front of it. <laughs> and I'm like, "See, you ruined mm. it. Now you put. Got, don't touch. Don't touch it. Don't touch. Come on. Anyway, but yeah, no. There, no. The, if you let Burton do what Burton wants, if it, it's fine. If it's not an established franchise that you're trying to sell to children, <laughs> you know, like kids didn't go yeah. see Big Fish, you know, but like right. that's not for them, so it's okay. Mm-hmm.
1: No, Beetlejuice—that's a wonderful, weird movie. Kids can enjoy it, a little more of a grown-up themes, but that's that's all fine. I'll, I'd say that's you know, more another... subtle
0: than Batman Returns. Yeah, like the sexual overtones. Like Beetle just wants to marry Lydia. And you're like, and if you're a kid, you get, you're like, yeah, that's what happens when boys like girls, they get married. <laughs> but if, but you're watching Batman Returns, it's like penguins want to bang young interns.
1: In a, in a, in a real and overt way. <laughs> in like, yeah. in a,
0: in a, yeah, in a very me too kind of way.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, right. In a let's make everyone uncomfortable kind of yeah, way. Yeah. yeah uh yeah no it's so weird it's so messed up the you know the one thing i have been thinking about as we're watching all of these batman properties and we're about to come up on batman begins yeah. uh and of course you know i mean i've seen them all already of course because i'm that kind of person but <laughs> one of the i think really wonderful things that the burton batman movies did was uh, how we were talking about earlier they said it in this like fantasy gotham which totally. held a lot of the like old aesthetics and and i was thinking about that and my my pitch if i were somehow put in charge of batman yeah is to set batman constantly pre-1940 right i think as soon as you add technology to batman bad things happen Mm. and it already started to happen like burton (laughs) Oh. <laughs> Utili- I think he used the same, like, detective thing twice, which is, like, video evidence and, like, jamming signals. Yep, <laughs> yep.
0: And the signal jammer is essentially the Spaceball signal jammer, where just throw jam into a satellite dish. Well, and don't forget Batman Returns, where Batman's big, like, defeat of the Penguin is to record Penguin in another context and then cut wax. Literally, Alfred's, like, just he's he's
1: zips, he's scratching, he's scratching
0: yeah. turntables yeah. to to frame this guy <laughs> and make him look bad. By the way, whole crew brought uh, tomatoes and rotten vegetables to the mayoral campaign.
1: It's a little little tonal little tonal difference. And and by the way, how how lovely that a uh, a political leader could say something controversial and get booted out. Huh? I,
0: yeah, it's really it's 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 total fiction.
1: It's a true fantasy.
0: <laughs> That's the most unrealistic <laughs> thing about Batman returns.
1: Also, before we forget Paul Rubens did play the Penguins.
0: Pilot. Yay, okay, good. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, I would not have been able to rest easy without knowing that. He's great. Wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute. We might have a the uh, the mom was played by Diane Salinger. Oh no who played Simone in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. There you go. So... Wait a minute, is she another Salinger? Right,
0: is she related to J.D. Salinger as well, which connects us to the Captain America conversation?
1: Because we were just talking about that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm taking valuable time no, got, away. Yeah, no,
0: this is, this is the show now. It's about figuring out how much of the Salinger family was directly connected to making old, bad comic book movies.
1: Right. Um... Uh, no, uh, Diane though is the cousin to President John F. Kennedy's
0: press secretary. <laughs> you had me on a journey there for a second. I'm like, yeah. what? Oh, press secretary? <laughs> God damn it! That's that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's cool. Uh, well, no,
1: so and uh, and Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, of course, directed, directed by, by Tim Burton. Yeah. So that's how you know, that's where they came Paul from. Rubens yeah. and Uh, But okay, so, yeah, sorry for that, which completely unrelated. I'll
0: I'll, I'll take that and 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 make it my fault. Uh, Apropos of couples that shouldn't be in a movie and you're like, hey, did you know that was that was that was them? Remember the couple in Hook when Tinkerbell takes Peter Pan to Neverland and they fly over London and there's a couple that's making out and some fairy dust hits them and they swirl. up. Yeah, that's George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Aww. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, right. It's kind of a sweet little <laughs> thing there. I was like, "Hey, is... there you go." <laughs> <laughs> You're learning all kinds of things in this episode, none of which is about Batman. Be, well,
1: because so much the the you know one of one of the problems when criticizing the Burton Batman films is a lot of the criticism is the same because there is so. Little substance to the movie. Well, to
0: paraphrase uh, Lex Luthor, it's the one thing they're not making any more of. It, it is more Batman Burton movies. <laughs> like you can only mind that. And that's the thing. It's so the, the movies are, the movies are like aesthetically astounding and also mm. contextually shallow. Like there's nothing. There's nothing to those movies except for watching mm. them. Like they're just they're just things that happen in front of you, and you're like, like I. I don't know where the hell they got that Catwoman costume idea from. And I love it. I don't know. I just, yeah. I just love it. I'm like, it's made out of, like, stitches that would never exist in reality. Her claws are, like, are, are, are like sewing gadgets.
1: Like, Who cares? She can also do kung fu now. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just by being
0: bitten and licked by cats in an alley
1: fine she also has seven lives because that's a cat thing
0: totally It's fine
1: everything's fine well and and like that, that's the other part of criticizing it is like a movie is one thing but it's also
0: many things right, right? and it's made and, by so many other and, people and while we we do lob a lot of blame to burton he didn't write it but,
1: well but he's you know he's the decision maker and and where it's like like uh, just uh like like we've said to to make sure we're not nothing but negative right no you're right like amazing performances oh
0: yes michelle pfeiffer so good
1: so good as both selena kyle and catwoman yep. like she she's able to do what christian bale isn't able to do which is be two characters
0: I, I feel like he almost does it christian bale is so close to doing it where he's just like that scene that monologue i just want to thank everybody for coming to my house and drinking my booze you, you just use you sycophantic <laughs> phonies it's so fun
1: no, I mean he's he's a I think he's a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I, oh, I just you mean don't his think Bat- he,
0: Yes, no, he's not Batman.
1: His Batman doesn't have a character. It's just, it's it's a guy in a, a mask. No, no.
0: Like <laughs> Conroy for days. Like it's oh. where he actually creates two voices. One of them isn't just hurting himself. It, it's <laughs> That that fucking man, I got to tell you, those 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 voices, like it's the the Bale voice and the Bane voice have forever irreparably defined those characters no one will not go what's my batman voice now is it good like and with bane it's never going to be not oh like it's never it's never going to be a hilarious joke like bane has gone from and you know they didn't think it was funny when they were making that movie Mm -hmm. they know they were like he's scary he's gonna blow up the city Oh yeah, it's gonna blow up! <laughs> like that's fucking
1: amazing. <laughs> He's in a 1920s radio play. Yeah. Tune in next week <laughs> to find out what happens to Batman. It's that.
0: It's just great. <laughs> have you seen? Have you have you watched any of that Harley Quinn cartoon?
1: The cartoon, no.
0: It's it's like Venture Brothers, but less oh, okay. deep. And, uh, but, but Bane is in it, and it's just someone doing a horrible Bane impression. He's like, I'm going to blow up this bar mitzvah. Like, it's just so funny. And he's, but each time they use him, it's so funny. Uh, but oh, it's good. just, he's not a character. They're just like, ah, ha, 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 Bane, you suck. We screwed up. Okay, we get it. He's dumb. Yep. I mean, yeah.
1: Well, still better than the Bane in Batman and Robin, which is
0: just a, a goon with a gimmick. I didn't even, I didn't see Batman Robin ever. I've never seen it. I've, I've seen scenes from it. Like I've watched every Mr. Freeze scene, uh, but sure. I couldn't like after seeing Forever, cause I, I get what you say when you, when you talk about how like forever might be one of the best ones. Like you, you, you have a, you have an enjoyment of forever.
1: I, I love sleazy soap operas right. though. So it's like, that's just a me thing. Um, And like, it's be filmmaker all over it. Totally. Like I said, the amount of crash zooms oh in God. Batman Forever <gasps> yep. when when these characters are talking about love and relationships mm-hmm. and you'll never you'll never understand me, <gasps> and then they like look away yes. to Matt. it's so beautiful. Oh yeah.
0: Oh no. And and Nicole Kidman, one of like she is a total smoke show in that movie, mm. and just and her name, Doctor Chase Meridian. Did you forget you weren't making a James Bond movie?
1: No, but it was great. Like that was like. They were going for something there, but but then you get to Batman and
0: Robin, and it's just a commercial. Like, e- everyone's phoning it in. No one's happy Everyone. to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody. Well, and and like yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is by, by by after Forever, I went. I see where they're going with this. I don't want any part of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. And so
0: you know, people were like, "Did you did you, yeah. you see Batman and Robin? It sucks." I'm like, "Oh, it's well, hard to believe. It's not like they telegraphed that and Batman Forever."
1: Yeah, we knew what we were we getting. We knew where it
0: was going when we when, when yeah. Riddler's finale costume was just, I, I don't know what you can say about that outfit.
1: Just a lot of crotches, a lot of butts, a lot of crotches.
0: Yeah, nonstop crotches.
1: Uh, once again, someone's kink is right there. They're just like, listen, I like butts. We're showing butts. And, I'm sorry. Well, and
0: hey, you know who was happy about that movie, though? There are mm. three Riddler action figures. And and feature every single one of his costume changes. Not a single penguin action figure that accurately portrays Danny DeVito. <laughs> so we know what side their breads buttered on. I think. But uh, but yeah, no. I, I mean, like, yeah, Batman Forever, Batman Returns. I think is actually more watchable than Batman '89 because there's more going on. But yeah. like the, the more going on is like creepy, horny penguins and 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 the Selena Kyle stuff, which. She's not Selena Kyle in any way. She's that. She's a Selena. She's a character called Selena Kyle who does something else. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. Like I love their chemistry. I was I was hyped when I I remember reading an old Wizard magazine and being like, "They're making Catwoman. Tim Burton wants to make another wants to make a Catwoman movie with with mm-hmm. her." And I'm like, "Yes, I'm so in." Mm-hmm. I, sh-
1: yeah, that would have been great. That would
0: have been really cool.
1: <laughs> it would have been great, like. Uh, the i guess you know, like the other thing though is like it hit it hit that sort of sequelitis where they just kept adding things yeah. and again like each individual part you know like max shrek Trying to build his contra- his crazy contraption like uh, that could be a plot it could easily. The penguin trying to steal children that could be a plot. Catwoman trying to like be the well, she's the like a domestic terrorist female she's... dark version of Batman. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh god, that scene where she like swoops in saves the girl and then like gives her a real hard time about it. That is that is a movie. Like you got me That's... there.
1: Yes, the problem is, like, yeah, they all exist in the same is movie. There's all 12 movies going on. plots are just crunched together and so it's like just pick a lane right pick a lane but if
0: they did i think if they did it wouldn't be nearly as celebrated or remembered and it wouldn't be as interesting to watch because you're just (laughs) every time you're watching it you're like oh we're just moving oh we're going on over here like
1: well and you you also have to wonder how much of that was coming down from wb who like let's be honest These movies exist to sell toys. They make more money in merchandising than they do at the box office, and that's fine. And so what if Burton did want to do a simpler, like, just a Penguin story? Like, oh, Batman versus the Penguin, we can make it real simple. And they go, well, what if we can get, you know, more, uh, another character in there? Oh, we can sell another thing.
0: (laughs) The only thing that actually blows my mind about it is that apparently Robin was supposed to show up, I think. I think they thought about him in '89. They almost got him in returns, and then by three they mm-hmm. got Robin. But I'm like, you know, there was there's not a lot of room in those movies, but like you could probably have shoehorned Robin in there, and people be like, you probably could have cut Robin out of this movie. Like it would have been too much. But at the same time, yeah. at that point, you know, that would have been the concession. Actually, now that I think about it, because you know, like McDonald's and Warner Bros. Are like this, this this creepy penguin. We we can't sell lecherous penguin to these children, and Catwoman's like scary. Can you put Robin in this? And Burton's like, yes, I can. Marlon Wayans as Robin. How about that? And you're like, "Uh, by the way, if you ever want to see what that looks like, get the Batman Returns connected Robin action figure, which it's just the mold for Marlon Wayans as Robin. And they painted him as a white guy. Like, it's just it's just an African American character with a, with a flat top and everything. Like he looks like it's like kid and play as Robin. By the way, one of my favorite Robin figures of all time, it's comic accurate suit, cloth cape. It's all Mm -hmm. great. But like Mm -hmm. you could tell like marketing wise, they're like, yeah, Robin, we're getting ready. Those kids are going to buy this shit. And they're like, now we're going to cut out Robin. We're going to add a scene (laughs) where Penguin grabs another woman. And uh, (laughs) just as a, as a reaction to to your, to your involvement. Like, I don't know. It just feels like, yeah, that one was just unabashed Burton and McDonald's Warner Brothers going like, this has to you have to stop him.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think it was like it was corporate input filtered through Burton where they're like, we need more characters to sell. And Burton's like, no Can problem. Here's Catwoman. Here's
0: the ice princess. <laughs> She'll say nothing and die. Ha ha ha
1: you need more characters to sell? How about Max Shrek? <laughs> Famous Batman villain Max Shrek. Like
0: I don't think ever appeared in a comic book. Ever. Oh, and oh. because it's Chris Walken, he's very iconic. He's very uh, distinct. He has a son in this movie. plays a crucial role. Uh, I want the actor to just do a bad Chris Walken impression. You know, because you're his son, you see. You sound just like him. It's so notice. It's just, it's glaring. Love it. <laughs> As
1: as far as terrible decisions go, that's right up yeah, there. Like, totally. Dad, what are we going to <laughs> do, like, Dad? I
0: remember I didn't notice it as a kid. As an adult, I'm watching I'm like, oh my God. That's like a joke you do. And then you go, We're not gonna obviously we're not gonna do that. Like
1: that's no, that's an SNL skit. <laughs> like, I'm I'm David Walken. That's hey.
0: Like, that's that Jim Carrey sketch where it's like every Jim Carrey <laughs> car- character shows up. That's yeah. literally that. Yeah, like f- <laughs> the Chris Walken family reunion. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, my God. Right. Well, and
1: I guess, you know, like to make sure, uh, once again, that I'm not incredibly Racking negative on, on, on this movie. These, no. Because, like, I do think in general they are bad movies. But they were also, uh, like I said, they were the baby steps. They were a stepping you stone. You needed
0: them. You can't jump. You, you You know, you can't just go from <laughs> Superman to Captain America winter soldier. Like you, you need at least 30 steps in between. <laughs> right. And so
1: like, you know, we learned a lot of lessons <laughs> from Batman. Yeah. Well, one most important lesson is costume design. Yes. I really think like, <laughs> like what the first Batman movie where he could move his neck was the dark Knight, Yeah, was right? the
0: second, like essentially third reboot of Batman. Like, yeah, yeah. no. and, and, and Yeah.
1: And so it's like like these are all lessons we've learned. Where it's like, okay, we like some of the dark aspects mm-hmm. of this. The it got a little weird, but you know maybe a little more realistic. Let's see what we can do. With, I I think like we've we've taken all these steps. And so like as a as a, a student of superhero movies, because I've seen them all and I love them all for very different yes. reasons. Uh, you know it's it's so interesting to retrace our steps and uh and find how we've gotten to a, where i think is a really good place i think
0: we are in a good place yeah we're we're we're. i feel like we could go further right now where we are like y- you don't have not every superhero movie is m- made by james gunn like you can't always mm. get a guardians of the galaxy i don't like guardians of you galaxy. don't like guardians of the galaxy really
1: i'm the one holy shit.
0: what about guardians of the galaxy 2
1: yeah, no, it's I don't. Just the same uh, thing, but here, twice. But here's the thing: uh, I think I think James Gunn is an incredibly talented director, right. um, and I think his uh, specific vision of Guardians of the Galaxy is perfect. I think there are moments that are perfect. Yes. Uh, I like I like all the actors. I don't like James Gunn's style of humor. Uh,
0: OK, well, that's you can't divorce it from that movie or from those. Movies. Right.
1: And so, like, every time he sets up the exact same joke, because he has one joke, yes. which is set up a serious moment and then undercut it with a joke. Yeah, that's every one of his jokes. And it gets tiresome. Yeah. Uh, also, I think that his movies are filled with payoffs with no setup mm-hmm. uh, and a lot and a lot of tell don't show. But again, like, I think they're fine movies, yeah. not not my favorites of the MCU. That's
0: fair. That's fair. I won't. I won't. I won't. Uh, yeah. I won't turn this into a Guardians talk. And I don't have a dog in that race. Like I dig those movies, mm-hmm. but I'm not like, what have you done? Like, n- yeah. But uh, but my well, but at least you can argue that like they have a distinct style that like James Gunn mm-hmm. dictates. Like it's his vision.
1: Yes, it's his vision filtered through the Marvel machine. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: And I feel, but I feel like they could go further. Like you could still, you could. You know, you talk about uh, those kinds of movies. And you talk about taking a risk. Uh, Mm. The whole definition of risk does not have the word safe in it unless it's the antithesis of that word. Mm -hmm. And so the point of taking risks is to try things and go places. And I feel like if you have all the money and all the audience, why not make a few calculated risks? But Mm -hmm. everything isn't one like (laughs) <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean like I, I think Endgame actually went further than I would have gone with the MCU mm-hmm. like in terms of like narrative decisions and character cho- choices I would have been like no no everybody everybody who dies has to have a back have, has to have a backdoor clause that gets them back in and uh, has like a thing that allows them to change their visual style so that they can be played by another actor just in case like you can imagine that that's like their thinking but they're like no but they- like these people die or quit and you can't bring them back and it's like right on like I can't believe you did that <laughs>
1: Well, but we, we can only assume, Not again, I know this isn't a Marvel no, thing, but we can only assume that as soon as we get Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that's when the back doors will oh, start we'll open.
0: Oh, st- we'll start seeing, like, an alternate Tony Stark. We'll see yeah. – Exactly. I mean, well, and the other thing is, of course, like, after um, uh, Doctor Doolittle, uh, I think we'll be seeing Iron Man a little sooner than we thought. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, I. He has Robert Downey Jr. has so much. Oh, he money doesn't now. need fine.
0: it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is about like, about crazy rich people is that like the richer they get, the more scared to lose it they become, and the more like just insane they get. Where they're like, I don't know if I can. I only I'm only sitting on a pile of 1.2 billion dollars. I don't know if I can handle it. And it's like, dude, you're not eating a Fabergé egg every day. Like it's. <laughs>
1: Well, and I know that, like, in general, someone who, in order to get to a place Robert Downey Jr. has gotten to, he's been an incredibly driven person, and that drive doesn't go away with success because, uh, you know, we all have problems. (laughs) But, not to say I'm very successful, just in general, humans have problems. Um, The, where was this going? Safety. So, like, yeah. yeah. yeah, So, like, to me, you know, Marvel took their big risk learning all of the lessons from superman to batman to all that's in between and there's a whole lot in between Mm -hmm. and they like they took their big risk and they hit the jackpot they got they hit the disney jackpot
0: yeah they hit the jackpot so hard disney bought them like
1: yes yeah and so but where are we gonna go now like where are we gonna go as far as like representation yeah. matters as far as weird storytelling like like you said where are we going to go as far as letting filmmakers have a little more free reign and that's the
0: thing like I, I'm i not one of those guys. I remember people being like why didn't Edgar Wright get to do Ant-Man I would have loved to see that movie I don't really care and I think an Edgar Wright Ant-Man movie wouldn't have been nearly as exciting as people thought it would be Like, <laughs> and, and I'm happy with like let Peyton Reed do all the Ant-Man movies he can do a dozen Ant-Man movies and I'll watch half of them <laughs> but, like, don't give Peyton Reed Fantastic Four. Give Fantastic Four to somebody who has something to freaking say. You know, like, Peyton Reed is doing the job. And I have a lot of respect for people who can do the job. But, and you might have noticed this, too, but, like, especially – and this is – I don't want to – I'm sorry. I don't want to keep you here and make you talk about Marvel. But, like, the, the MCU, like, starts out, and it's, like, this incredible, like pl- – it's a brilliant strategy where it's, like, I'm going to get a filmmaker who can do the job – but had like at least two recent failures, so they have something to prove, <laughs> and they're dirt cheap. Jon Favreau, Joss Whedon never had a cinematic f- success until Avengers. Last one was Serenity, which made a dollar ninety-five, and it was my dollar ninety-five, damn it. But <laughs> but uh, you know, like uh, the uh, Joe uh, Joe Johnson did uh, Captain America. Yeah. Like again, didn't like good filmmaker made Rocketeer, but. Subsequent failures after that, and, like, need, was hungry mm. to tell a story that, like, where people would let him do it and weren't going to take it away from him. You know, like, each one was, like, somebody who didn't have a major success and had something to prove. I love that format. Mm. I think that's the way to go. Like, the Russo brothers' only success, you know, maybe don't hand them everything. Like, give them to somebody who's hungry and desperate again because they have something to say. And they can... They can do
1: the job. I guess like, you know, and and here here's where I turn into a little bit of a corporate apologist. Yeah. Because I think Marvel's system works right now because they have Kevin Feige. Totally. And if you could find the Fiji of the DC universe, who for a while was Zack Snyder, who has openly said he hates all the (laughs) DC characters.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, or at least has openly said it by telegraphing it in every one of the movies that he produced.
1: No, he's given interviews. I don't like Superman as a character. He has said that publicly. Well,
0: that's nothing more evident than in Man (laughs) of fucking Steel. Right. uh, And so
1: if... This is the lessons that we're learning now, which is I I personally think that creative people, especially like very creative people, do very well when they have constraints put on.
0: I completely agree with you. Editorial restraint breeds creativity. Mm -hmm. Struggle from adversity. You you can't just like you get Batman Returns if you just go do your magic
1: exactly exactly and i think this is one of the lessons we're learning is you need someone at the executive producer producer level yeah. who has respect for the source material also the the uh, they're they're just so smart at picking their directors and their actors like yeah. they i mean marvel obviously they just have the system down at this point but you you also need someone to say no we need a consistent tone yeah. for everything and i'm sorry mr edgar wright we can't make your screwball comedy. It has to have the, a consistent tone. Right. No, we <laughs> have know? our
0: we have our screwball comedy. James Gunn beat you to it, like right. we're doing you, that over you there. You can't do it. Like you can't have that. They're thing. doing
1: that in space. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. We can't have Baby Driver with ants. It's not gonna work. <laughs> no one's gonna get it. They're, you know, people are gonna go see it. They're gonna be like, "What the hell was that?" Plus, Edgar Wright was developing that movie in a vacuum. That movie was made before they were working on that movie before the MCU was even established. So it's mm-hmm. like, no, you're, we're not making your, your vacuum Ant-Man movie. Like, no one's going to see Ant-Man. It, it, no one's going to watch Ant-Man irrespective of the Marvel Universe. Nobody cares about Ant-Man mm-hmm. if he's the only superhero of that universe. That's not yeah. interesting. I mean, like, <laughs> Agreed. for me, at least. I mean, you know, because Ant-Man's mm-hmm. an Avenger. He's not a solo act, at least as far as I'm concerned.
1: I mean, listen. I'll watch anything with Paul Rudd. But
0: that's the thing. Is that that's the brilliance, right? Like it was like I, I my my morbid curiosity will get me to go see an Ant Man movie, but Paul mm-hmm. Rudd will get me to see Ant Man and Wasp three.
1: <laughs> well, and like you said, general audiences, and and so like 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 I said to 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 wrap up yes. Batman with MCU right. is I feel like the the lesson we have really learned here is having someone. At a high enough position to actually care about the subject matter, yep. and we might be getting that with the new the Batman.
0: Uh, yeah, who? Well, we know Matt Reeves is a good director, mm-hmm. but who at the at, at the executive level at Warner Brothers cares enough about Batman to make sure he's beholden to that character?
1: Well, and you know, with the immense critical backlash of the last couple of times we've seen Batman. Yeah. Are, is this going to be a, yet another reaction? Oh yeah,
0: I, I feel like we're going to get like a whiplash esque, like snapback to Nolan. I think we're going to see Nolan light, Ugh. because <laughs> uh, based on the look of Pattinson's Batman, and hmm. based off of Matt Reeves's kind of like realistic, straightforward, des- you know, it's like it's Planet of the Apes if it were real, which is impossible. But like, what if it were real? You know, like, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's more. Like literal than you'd think, and so, mm-hmm. which is why whenever the, like they talk about rebooting Batman, I'm like, I go put Clayface as the main villain for the first one. Ooh, I like that because I- immediately the audience went, we'll go. Oh, you know, if you make the villain Joker, Two Face, Penguin, a human being who has no powers, who has like influence and money, and that's their control, like and a- and a costume gimmick, the audience is going to go, well, what are the rules of this universe? You make it Clayface. Who has human desires but extraordinary abilities? You tell the audience it's crazy here, but you'll be able to take it seriously.
1: Well, I guess, you know, like one, I love Clayface as a villain, right. one of my it's favorite wonderful. villains. Two, though, two, though, is the idea of a very underpowered hero. Yeah. Because that's all Batman is. It's, He's just a dude who knows karate. Yep. <laughs> He's the world's greatest detective who knows karate. Yeah. That kind of hero. Take away a lot of the gadgets, take away the, all the the super the money. technology, mm-hmm. and you just have that person fighting a mob boss. Those were some of my favorite Batman the Animated Series episodes. Was just Batman using his wits and being a detective. Totally, I, I kind of would love that. Yeah.
0: Oh, I hear you. That that's fair, and I would like to see that at least once. Uh, we got it in Batman Begins? A little.
1: Eh, little you know
0: and I, and from what i've heard you know based on what they're seemingly basing it off of they're like oh we're, we might be doing long halloween and i'm like you basically co-opted long halloween for batman begins like you you you, you can't do it again can you and they're like we're warner brothers they, we'll do it again and again and again and you'll like it or or yeah. you won't see it and then we'll just let's we'll go make shazam
1: could just make Shazam too. I Everyone like Shazam. I'm
0: like that was what I was like. Oh, you got it. You figured it out. And that was the one that made the least money. And I'm like, don't oh, damn it,
1: right? Like, uh, uh, listen, Aquaman, goofy fun, Wonder Woman, super fun, yep. except for the Snyder ending. Ugh. Shazam was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Birds of Prey. I think I had a lot of fun to it. They, yeah. they are getting it, but they're not listening when <laughs> <laughs> they get. Well, they,
0: it Well, this is the thing. They, they always. It's like Sony which is Sony will always learn the wrong lesson from their mistakes. <laughs> that, that is how Sony operates. And I know it every single time. And every time Sony will do, they're like, we've got an announcement to make. I'm like, here comes a boneheaded announcement. And they're like, we've named our, we've named our, our, our Spider-Man cinematic universe. It's called sperm. You know, it's like, it's something really just, it's not, but it's like something like that. You know, it's like the Spider-Man yeah. cinematic universe. Like, just call it the Spider Verse. It's the only success you've ever had. What's wrong with the you? The only success that you've ever had, and you fought against it tooth and nail. Yeah, like you, you, you all against your better. You, I know you. You actively employ Avi Arad. You do not make good decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it, but uh, but I think Warner Brothers is in a similar boat where hmm. it's like we will learn the wrong lesson from this. Like Shazam, hmm. fine, have it your way. We'll make it fun for kids and adults. It didn't make a billion dollars. See? And it's like, no, that's not the right lesson. But it made money. It made money. It made made enough money. They're like, no, 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 no. We're going to Tron Legacy this bitch. Just kick it to the curb. Didn't make enough Mm. money. Nah.
1: It didn't make enough
0: But it didn't make a billion. Mm. That's what kills me. Venom made a billion. And I was like, Uh. I was eating my hat all the way. (laughs) I'm like, no, don't win. But anyway, Uh, but Batman Returns, Mm. Batman 89, getting back to the whole thing you you I, I didn't I, I stamped on what you were saying before, and I, I apologize. You were talking about rebooting Batman and setting it in the past because without his gadgets, he might be more interesting. And I think right. you had a point well, to make about that. And I was like, how about we talk about Marvel for a second? But
1: oh, that's uh, listen, i I comic book movies. that's my that's my that's my thing. It's a perfect mixture of action and sci-fi, which are my two favorite right? genres. So but uh, no, I think this this actually applies to what we were just talking about and them being reactionary again. Right. Which is, my my hope is that they want to, instead of being reactionary, they want a clean slate and start fresh. Start with, uh, uh, maybe Matt Reeves' Batman is pared down. Maybe he's not going to be a super billionaire, computer hacker, everything, everything. Maybe he's just going to be a rich weirdo who's good at detecting stuff and knows karate.
0: I think that's exactly what you're getting. I mean, like yeah. I've heard theories that it might be like two eras where it's like he begins and then we like do a jump cut to like two years later or something. Um.
1: And that that could be nice. I think like, you know, if if we're going to model it off of anything, season one of the Daredevil TV show on Netflix, oh. like give us a, a cool looking costume, maybe not like the Batman costume, but just a cool looking ninja costume mm-hmm. And and like just keep it simple. That's the and and that's why I I, I would say said it in the past right. because then you you have to free your like maybe he doesn't even have a Batmobile. Right. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> yeah, like, like he has
0: to build Bat- towards it as opposed to he just opens it. Like in in eighty nine Batman, he just shows up. He's his first outing and he has the Batmobile. Right,
1: and that also just set off a, a life. Long obsession with every filmmaker and making a Batmobile because the toys sell better than the movie, right. and Batman's car is how he gets from point A to point B. It should not be a supercar. No,
0: well, <laughs> if you play the games, the best ones, you don't use a car,
1: right? Or the car pisses you off when you are forced <laughs> this to. Use is, it. Uh, this is <laughs> that's why I didn't
0: mention. I was like, the the car makes me the most angry. And it's, I'm like, I hate these missions. Just, I want my grapple hook. I could get way, I could get across the city in no time without this stupid car. I'd be zipping off all the, I don't need a traffic light. I
1: spider, I uh, uh, spider-manned Batman. uh, (laughs) Completely. uh, What was that? Uh, Arkham Arkham Knight. Knight. That's what it was called. But, but I, so I suppose like that's, that's the big wrap up is clean slate try not to make it a reaction try to find a director who just has a strong vision yeah. and 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 build off of that build simply don't don't start wh- hopefully what what lessons have we learned don't start with justice league movie we don't want to start with that maybe just make a batman movie first right
0: how about just make only good like really good solo adventures for each of these characters right. and like exactly. can, you can you can put an allusion to each other. You you know, but you don't sure. they don't need to show up or or hey, post credit scene, that's fine too. But like, you know,
1: Exactly. Just it's it's okay to copy off of your neighbor's homework if your neighbor is doing their homework really well yeah.
0: or if your teacher told you it's a group <laughs> assignment anyway, which is us. We're all like nobody cares about the difference. Like <laughs> Right, like, there are people who are the general audience who think that Spider-Man and Batman could team up in those movies. And I'm like they can't even team up in the comic books. You have no idea what's going on. And there are way fewer moving parts in the comic book world than there are in the movie thing. There's no way that's going to happen. So, exactly. so, you know, just give them a good movie and, and trick them into watching more of them. Because, like, you know, the other thing is, hmm. and it's the thing that's the most impossible, is that the executives in charge need to relinquish control to one body who is a quality control filter. Mm-hmm. You need a fight well, over there,
1: but they've done that before. Well, yes, with with Zack Snyder. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it, and and that's the problem. So you, you have to pick. The, well, and the thing is, Snyder's resume is a little different yeah. from Feige's resume. You know, you look at like Feige's. I see his name on everything. Like he was on the X Men movie. He was on the Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. Like he worked on everything so like he learned he's just, he just like okay that, you fucked up there I'm gonna not screw that up later like you know he's just clearly like, learning from everybody and mm-hmm. you need somebody like that who like came up like like a Jeff Johns like somebody who like worked with Donner or worked with other directors and has a vision mm-hmm. and has a care for these characters like but yeah but the the thing is no one wants to give you like Feige like earned it and like got it from a place where it's like we're, we're out of money how, how about you're in charge of everything like Warner's right. isn't going to go. Well, and, well, we'll just put you in charge of everything. Like,
1: and that's the other amazing thing about about five G about the MCU in general is remember like Iron Man wasn't a Disney. No, movie. it
0: was like an indie movie practically. Like,
1: it, you're right. And so, unfortunately, Warner Brothers can't do that. No, because they're already big, and they're once you're that big, you can't stop, and no one's going to take their toys away from them. Right now that they have nope. them. So it's like like the, the thing that we got with what we know now as the MCU started because there was no mega corporation involved. Disney would never had made that call. No. And so we are spinning our wheels here, fighting against the grandiose machine, yeah. Yeah. and there's nothing we can do about it. You're
0: absolutely it. right. It is, it is a dark time that is coming because you because you know like everybody talks about how great he is and it's like who's feige's protege who's his insurance policy if he gets hit by a bus because you know disney isn't the one i don't trust disney to know what to do with the mcu after that because i know what they want to do put them on lunch boxes jurassic park that shit you need that so yeah it's enjoy it is what we're saying because everything sucks Oh, i'm sorry i don't mean to get that dark it's just no, like it's, no it, it is like no just... no we're listen
1: we're living we're living in a platinum age of entertainment totally. we those of us who are comic book fans and lifelong comic book fans we have more options now in every meeting like we have more comic books to read we have more tv shows to watch we have more movies to yep. watch we, this is an age of opulence, and I'm going to enjoy every last minute right. of it. That's right. We are the
0: Caligula of the comic book media landscape. I'm just going to, just give it all to me. Just throw it all, keep it all onto to me.
1: <laughs> that's a great, that's a great end. Thank you. Thank
0: you. It. Thank you everybody for watching. We'll see you guys next time. And of course, check out more Jack over on Escapist and Red Letter Media. Dude, what's, what's next from you, man?
1: that that's where yeah like if you so if you want to hear me talk about uh, video games uh, go over to escapistmagazine.com every monday i do my show with yahtzee Croshaw of zero punctuation slightly civil war where we have a fictitious debate uh, about a topic and then there's a podcast where we talk about what we really think about it uh, i think it's every friday we do uh, the escapist show general video game stuff and as soon as the uh, pandemic is over i'm sure i will be back over at redlettermedia.com To talk about bad movies though because of self-isolation we can't get together right now right
0: so that's it we'll see you guys next time thanks a lot Bye. bye